This is Warrior's Way Podcast, episode 16, and I am James Eke. It might be hugely unpopular in the age of fast food and video games to say that if you practice the martial arts, you have an obligation to be fit, but anything else would be a lie. Certainly, there are reasons why some people might be out of shape and overweight, but if they are a martial artist, they should be doing everything they can to reverse that. As a martial artist, you're training yourself to be the best that you can be. That would mean in every way possible. Being out of shape and overweight isn't for a martial artist, period. This goes even more so for all those people who either desire to be or are martial arts instructors. How can you be a role model or simply a person that people come to try to live better lives if you haven't seen the zipper in your pants, except for when they're in the drawer? Definitely, we get older, our bodies change, and things are sometimes hard, but there's really no excuse to let your body fall apart without doing something about it. Why? Why is this so important? Because. Because for a martial artist, their body is their weapon, and a weapon isn't going to be much good if it can't be used. Yes, things happen. Sometimes life's stumbling blocks take hold and all you can think of is eating cake and drinking root beer a lot. And the lure of the couch takes over from all rational thought and we gain weight. The thing is that if you're going to dedicate yourself to being better than the average Joe or Jane, you have to pick yourself up and grab your workout gear and do something about it. The worst offenders are the people who worked like fiends for years to get their black belt and then they start teaching and then everything, well, it just goes south. Well over 30 years in the martial arts and I've seen more out of shape martial arts instructors than I have seen out of shape students. They they somehow think the work is done and they don't have to keep themselves in top form and some don't even think they need to train anymore and that it's just enough to teach. This couldn't be further from the truth. For an instructor, an important thing to keep in mind is that if you are the embodiment of what the martial arts is, means, and can be for all of your students, you are walking and talking martial arts. Or at least you are in their eyes. So if you're walking around looking like you're a month short of giving birth, guess what? Yeah, you're telling them that fitness and health and the martial arts doesn't matter. And that they can just let themselves fall to pieces and it doesn't really matter at all. For myself, I look in the mirror and I ask, am I the martial arts instructor that I want? I do this all the time. Not only that I ask myself, not only do I ask myself that, but I ask myself even better questions. Like, is this the best that you can do, James? And if the answer is no, then I ramp it up. I'm not saying that as a martial artist, you need to become a super elite athlete, though I'm not saying that aspiring to that is something you should avoid either. What I'm saying is that you need to become a weapon. A weapon, plain and simple. You should be stronger, tougher, healthier, and fitter than the average guy on the street because you've devoted endless hours to perfecting yourself. If you have a disability, don't use it as an excuse. Work around it. Make the rest of you even better and stronger. If you have an injury, use it to figure out how you can continue training. 
in a fight for your life, you aren't going to just give up because you're hurt or because you have any number of other things, physical or not, to deal with. Life has given you a great opportunity to be whatever you create. You can make the choice to be weak, to be lazy, to be lackluster in every way, or you can choose to be strong, full of energy, committed, and to live a life that others will be astounded by. If you don't believe this, take a minute to think about it. All the people who have done amazing things, do you think they didn't make a decision to make their lives into what they became, that they just, that things just happened? Let's be honest. Very rarely does anything in this life just happen. Everything is work. It's drive and desire for something greater. Every invention, every leap of technology, every innovation, every great athlete, every great actor, every great singer. The common thread is that they have pushed themselves and pushed themselves and then pushed themselves just a little more. So what does it take to get fit? Dedication. If you want to get good at anything, you have to put the work into it. Like I said to my students before, if you want to get good at push-ups, do a lot of push-ups. If you want to get good at pull-ups, do a lot of pull-ups. If you want to get good at kicking, do lots of kicking. Hey, there's no magic. It's only hard work. I'm not going to lie to you. It is way easier to stay in good shape than it is to get in shape. If your body is used to sitting around and doing nothing and is just generally weak, it isn't going to like that you are trying to whip it into shape. It's going to give you the world of aches and pains and you'll feel stiff and sore and limp and feel like you crawled into a dryer, set it to tumble and rolled and banged around in there for an hour. And just as you would likely get help from a professional to fix your car, you might want to think about getting a seriously decent personal trainer, one that is fit themselves, to show you how to do it and to make you do the work that you need to do until you figure out how to do it yourself. Or you can do the old school route and just force yourself to do endless push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups, squats, go for a run, and maybe even lift some weights once you figure out what to do and how to do it. For myself and for my students, I hold fitness as a golden rule at my academy. I encourage them to get themselves into the best shape possible. I stress the importance of being in shape. Our warm-ups that we do at the academy aren't your typical static stretching and a few push-ups and sit-ups. We do warm-ups, as I call them. And sometimes they're hardcore workouts that others would call. They involve cross-training in a variety of elements with concepts of high-intensity interval training and other ideas with the purpose of having our first foundation as being fitness and mental fortitude. What I like in my own workouts and those I plan for my students is an element of pushing yourself to see if you can put yourself in a place where the average person would rather just quit because as Mahatma Gandhi said, strength does not come from physical capacity. It comes from an indomitable will.
So that's a little bit from my book that this podcast is named after, Warrior's Way, A Guide to Lifelong Learning in the Martial Arts. Um, it goes on and gives some typical types of workouts that you could find at my school. It, uh, if you want to actually <laughs> find out what I think about working out, I, I'd actually recommend you pick up a copy and, and give it a read because I have a, a quite a good chunk of the book is on my philosophy, I guess, of what you should be doing to work out. Now, over the years, I'll I'll admit, my view of training has changed, and it kind of goes through cycles. And I think it's important that you give yourself the ability to change your view of how you do things every so often as well. But one thing for me has not changed, and that is my view that you need to do the work. You need to get yourself in shape. When you get down to it, this body that you have is really all you have. You're not your job. You are not your family. You are not your hobbies. You're not your clothes. You're not your car. You're not your house. You're not, you're not anything that other people throw onto your back. You're not those things that people think of you as. What you are is this shell that you inhabit. Now, this shell that you inhabit is a machine. And it can be a machine that does amazing things in amazing ways. Or it can be a machine that just as easily sits and expands and gets weak. And really, when it comes down to it, that choice is yours. Just recently, I saw a video of a jiu-jitsu practitioner who was traveling around Canada, visiting different jiu-jitsu schools. And the man is very skilled at jiu-jitsu. And the thing is, is he doesn't have legs that work. Now, a lot of people would think that, oh, if you don't have use of your lower body, there is no way that you can do jujitsu. This guy would say you're flat out wrong. Not only that, but if you look at him and you didn't know better, you'd think this is a fit guy. And he is a fit guy. But you'd think he was a fit guy that is in the gym running around and squatting and everything else too. But he keeps him, his body limber and strong and he does jujitsu better than most people. And he loves it. And it's his life. Now that is a good life. That is a good way to look at your life. Too many of us dwell on all of the other things that are issues and that's so easy to fall into it's so easy to give up 
it's too easy not to even start. Training is hard, but it's also worth it. It will make a huge difference in your life. So one question that I get asked all the time is, okay, so I do want to get into better shape, so how do I do it? Do I have to, you know, join this gym or that gym? Is there one gym that's better than another one? Is this guy's workout routine better than that one? And the answer is no. No. What I'd recommend is you get a few weights, get yourself a skipping rope, get yourself a couple kettlebells, Or there are also different types of suspension systems that you can hook into doors that allow you to do things like elevated rows and push-ups and various other things. Or go to a gym, pay a membership, and start working out. Or just use the body that you have. Do push-ups, do sit-ups, do squats, do pull-ups. That's what your body wants. The other stuff is great. And I think that you should lift weights. I think that you should, you know, do a whole lot of different things. But if you're asking what you should do to start, or if you are somewhere that you can't get access to a gym, do push-ups. Do 50 push-ups a day, do 50 sit-ups a day, do 50 squats a day. If you can, and there's a, something that you can do pull-ups on, start doing some pull-ups, and you will get ripped. You will. Start eating properly. Start moving the body. And like I say in the book, if you are very lost, or if you need the help, find a trainer that is good and is in shape. You don't need someone who doesn't do deadlifts trying to show you how to do deadlifts. It's just like learning the martial arts. But get at it and be disciplined with it. And then the next thing people ask is, well, how many times a week should you do it? Well, I think you should work out at least five days a week. That's what I think. At least. No more than six. You don't need to be doing heavy weights and all the rest of it seven days a week without a break. And every so often, give yourself a break. If you need some time off and take a week off, take even two weeks off, but get at it and be disciplined. It will make a difference in your life. You will be stronger. You will feel better. You will be able to be useful when you need to use this machine that is your body. And that's why you train in the martial arts so that you can be useful when you need to use it. And that's why you read. That's why you're listening to this podcast. So that your mind is strong and useful. That you're full of fresh ideas. That you're inspired to live a better life. So there you go. Get at it. Now, I don't believe that you need to follow 
a certain type of workout for a certain type of thing. What I mean by that is some people will um, usually for money tailor workouts towards a goal. And unless you're an Olympic athlete and that's going to make a slight difference in how you perform, for most of us, that doesn't matter. What you need is to build the big muscles in your body. You need to do lifts. You need to do pushes. You need to pull. You need to hinge. You need to squat. And if you like running, run. If you like biking, bike. But move the body. Do things. Get stronger. Live a better life so that when you're 95 years old, you have a body that is still strong and able to do the things that you want to do. That's the goal, to live a quality life for as long as you can. So that's, I think, all we're going to talk about for today. I think that is a good place to just leave it there. Get out there and try to get yourself into better shape and ask yourself what things you're doing. We live in an age of technology where you can have these smart things telling you how many steps that you're taking a day. You can have them going off reminding you to get up. They can have you reminding you to breathe. You can, they can tell you all of the things that you need. So use it. If you have it, use it. This is an amazing time we live in. Do 10,000 steps a day at least. And if you don't, make sure you do more the next day. Work the body, but work the mind. Become better every day. And get in to train. Do your jujitsu. Do your kickboxing. Do your whatever it is that you do. Study with good teachers in good schools. Become amazing. Become someone that inspires others. That's what you want. So that's the end of this podcast. Um, if you have any questions that you would like to have answered, we are starting up a Facebook page. You can find us at Warriors Way Podcast on Facebook. Um, feel free to drop some questions down there. Um, if you're enjoying this podcast, please tell your friends about it. Um, I like to know that people like what is going on, and that's why I do it. Um, give it some stars, give it a review, all of that kind of stuff, so that other people know that it's worth listening to. Because you might like it, but uh, someone else might be like, well, I don't see any other reviews. <laughs> So let people know that you think it's a good thing and uh, that you would recommend listening. And uh, that would help it out and help me out knowing that all of this is worthwhile to you. If you also like the podcast, a good way you can support what I'm trying to do is pick up a copy of one of my books. I've got two right now on this sort of thing, uh, The Warrior's Way, A Guide to Lifelong Learning in the Martial Arts, 
and A Wolf in the Woods, Combat Essentials for the Martial Artist. There's also a companion book to The Warrior's Way, which is a martial arts journal um, that I laid out in a way that it's intended to really help you focus your training. Um, And it tracks everything that you do any given day, um, and I think it's a, it's a valuable thing. I know my students like it who use it. Um, I think that's about it. Let me know if you have any questions that you'd like answered, and I will give my two cents worth <laughs> for what it's worth. Um, but get out there and have some fun. Train hard. Move your body. Move your mind. Have a great day and have some fun. Take care.